Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane, back with some more scary stories just for you. Welcome back to another episode. More chills, more terror. But I am excited because there is a new book out. I do have my new book, a book of my own original scary stories. It's called Dark Awakening and Other Tales for a Midnight Hour. It's available on Amazon, Kindle, or if you want an autographed copy, just go to myhaunteddolls.com. And buy yours today in the store. And speaking of the store, I actually have some goodies that I've added to the store. Yes, that is right. I've ordered, I've added myhaunteddolls.com mugs. There's a hat. There's a bumper sticker, which I've already had out there. But there's even a license plate, a tag plate for your car. So you can support MyHauntedDolls.com on the front of your car. So be sure to go to MyHauntedDolls.com and check out the shop. Shop, shop, shop. And you can follow the link on the links page to go to my YouTube channel and like and subscribe. Where you'll be able to see all of my videos where I've shared evidence from my haunted dolls and items. Some video stories, and there's even live shows we do every Tuesday night with Abnormal Alabama. And be sure to give them a like and subscribe as well. Join us Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Central, where we share some oddities and abnormal stories and events. Everything from cryptids to ghosts to just anything scary or abnormal. So be sure to check that out. Now let's get on with our episode. For tonight, I thought we'd start out with some very creepy, scary stories from schools. Now, I don't know where these stories originated or what school, what state, anything. I just know these stories are floating around out there. And they are some truly scary school stories. So let's get on down to business. Number one, the faceless nun. There was a Catholic school that was rumored to be haunted. One day, a teenage girl stayed late after classes had ended to finish some schoolwork. As she was walking down the deserted hallway, she passed an open classroom. Out of the corner of her eye, she caught sight of a figure standing in the classroom. She walked back and peeked in the door. There was a nun standing there scribbling on the blackboard. The nun suddenly turned to face her, and the girl gasped in fear. The old woman had no face. Her features were smooth like an egg. The teenage girl screamed and fled in horror. 
she had seen what was written on the blackboard. In scrawled, spidery handwriting were the words, Help me, I am in hell. Number two, the quiet student. In a girls' school in the Philippines, it was the first day of the semester. The girls were all in their classroom and getting used to their new desks. When the school bell rang, the teacher walked in and introduced himself to the class. Then he started to do the roll call, trying to make sure all of his students were present. When he had finished, he noticed that there was one girl whose name had not been called. The girl was dressed in a white shirt and jeans and was sitting in the front row, directly across from his desk. He asked the girl if she was in the wrong classroom. She did not answer and just stared at him with a blank face. He repeated his question, but she remained motionless. Suddenly, he noticed that the girl was bleeding from her forehead. The entire class screamed in unison as the girl stood up, walked right past the teacher, and disappeared straight through the blackboard. Number three, the haunted bathroom. There were three boys in a certain school who were always causing trouble. One day, the three friends were hanging out in the hallway at lunchtime. They saw a girl go into the school bathroom and decided to play a trick on her. They locked the bathroom door and stood outside waiting to see what would happen. A few minutes later, they saw the doorknob turn. Then it began to rattle. They heard the girl's voice calling out. They chuckled and refused to answer her. She began knocking, pounding on the door and begging to be let out. They just stood there laughing and teasing her as she pounded away on the door. After a minute or two, the girl started crying and screaming at them to unlock the door. Finally, the three boys felt guilty and decided to let her out before they got in trouble. One boy unlocked the door and waited, but the girl did not open it. It's open, he shouted, but there was no answer. The boys opened the door and looked inside. The bathroom was completely empty. They checked all the cubicles and called out the girl's name, but there was no response. There were no windows in the bathroom, and the only way out was the door. By this time, the three boys were creeped out. 
they ran out of the bathroom and down the hallway. Surprisingly, they found the girl, the same girl, standing outside the front door of the school, talking to a teacher. When they saw this, they demanded to know how she got out of the bathroom the way she did. But she looked at them with a puzzled expression on her face. But I didn't go to the bathroom today, she said. Number four, the man in the bathroom. There was a young girl who was sitting in class one day. She desperately needed to go to the toilet, and after class finished, she rushed out into the hallway. When she got to the girl's toilet, she went inside and saw that all of the stalls were empty. She went into the first cubicle and locked the door behind her. As soon as she pulled down her underwear and sat down on the toilet, she heard a strange noise. She looked down and was shocked to see a pair of men's shoes standing right outside her cubicle door. The polished black shoes were just standing there, perfectly still. The girl was frightened. Why was a man in the girl's bathroom, and why was he standing so close to her door? He seemed to be waiting for her to finish, but all of the other cubicles were unoccupied. The girl began to get very frightened, and the hair on the back of her neck stood on end. Suddenly, the girl looked up and screamed. There was a freakishly tall man peering over the top of the cubicle door and leering at her with a sinister smile. Number five, the poop in the bathroom. One evening, a school janitor had just finished cleaning the bathroom. He was about to lock up the building when one of the teachers came hurrying down the hallway and asked if he could go inside to use the toilet. The janitor agreed and waited outside the door for the teacher to finish. A few minutes later, the teacher came out. The two men said goodnight to each other and the teacher walked off down the hallway. The janitor went into the bathroom to make sure it was clean before he locked the door. He was horrified to find that all of the tiled walls and floors were covered in streaky brown handprints. When he looked closer, he saw that it was poop. He ran off down the hallway, and when he caught up with the teacher, he confronted him and demanded to know why the teacher had smeared poop all over the bathroom. The teacher was indignant and said he did not know what the janitor was talking about. The two men argued for a while, and eventually the teacher got fed up and turned to leave. As he walked out the door, 
It was then the janitor was shocked to see another brown handprint on the back of the teacher's white suit. And those were some chilling, scary school stories. So if you go to school, whether you're a teacher or a student, just be leery of some of the goings-on around you, because some of them could be supernatural. And now this next story I've seen floating around the internet. I've seen it shared on Reddit and on a few of the YouTube story channels. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it is Quite an interesting and creepy urban legend type or slash scary story. This one is called All You Can Eat. When I was a child, my father always used to say, If you kill something, you eat it. I suppose that sounds reasonable enough, but my dad always took things a bit too far. I remember the first time it happened. I was only three years old, and I was stomping on ants. Scrape them up and eat them, son, he growled. I wouldn't do it. I cried and tried to run away, But he grabbed me and shoved the ants into my mouth, one by one. Afterwards, I threw up. One day when I was four, my father caught me pulling the wings off flies. You can eat them now or eat them later, he said. I started crying, but he picked me up, picked up a fly, and made me open my mouth. Then he forced it in and made me swallow it. For weeks afterwards, I thought I could feel the fly buzzing around inside me. When I was six years old, I made a bow and arrow out of a stick and a piece of string. I was running around the backyard shooting arrows into the bushes when a bird flew by. I accidentally hit it and it fell to the ground at my feet. My father was watching at the window. Bring it inside, he yelled. My dad made me watch as he plucked off all the feathers, cleaned the bird, and gutted it. Then he tossed it in a pot of boiling water. When it was cooked, he put it on a plate and set it down in front of me. It looked like a tiny little chicken. Now eat it, he ordered. Tears rolled down my cheeks. My father stood over me and made sure I ate the whole thing, every bite. My dad wasn't all that bad. He bought me a puppy for my eighth birthday. A few months later, 
he decided to teach me how to drive a car. As we were backing out of the driveway, I heard a crunch and hit the brakes. We got out of the car, and when I saw my beloved dog squashed under one of the rear wheels, I fell to my knees and burst into tears. You know the rules, my dad said. I started shaking my head and crying, No, 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 no. My dad picked up the dead dog, but I took off running into the fields. I spent the next two days and nights sleeping rough in the woods. It was cold and I was hungry, but I didn't want to go home. On the third night, I waited until it was late and all the lights were out. Then I climbed in the kitchen window as quietly as possible and looked in the fridge. All of a sudden, I heard my dad's voice coming from the darkness. Your dinner's on the table, he said. He flicked on the lights and nodded to a big platter on the table. There lay my pet dog, roasted to a crisp, with an apple in its jaws. I tried to run, but he grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and pushed me down on a chair. I could not stop screaming and crying, but he didn't care. Picking up a knife and fork, my father carved pieces off the dog and put them on my plate. He made me eat until I felt my stomach was about to burst. Something inside me snapped that night. I just could not take it anymore. Then and there, I began plotting to run away. Early one morning, just before dawn, I got dressed and packed a bag. Then I quietly opened my bedroom door and tiptoed into the hallway. Standing at the top of the stairs was my father. He had been waiting for me. Going somewhere? He chuckled. I tried to run past him, but he stepped in my way. I accidentally slammed into him and he lost his balance. Everything seemed to happen in slow motion. I watched my father fall backwards and I reached out to grab him, but I missed. He tumbled down the stairs, hitting every step on the way down, and landed at the bottom of the stairs with a dull thud. I ran down the stairs to try and help him, but it was useless. His neck was twisted at an odd angle, and his dead eye stared up at me. I started crying uncontrollably. I was still crying as I went in the kitchen and switched on the oven and went out to the shed to fetch the axe. If you kill something, you eat it, he had told me, and that is exactly what I had to do.
that's it for these spine-tingling tales of terror. Let me ask again that you please do go to myhaunteddolls.com and check out my new book, Dark Awakening and Other Tales for a Midnight Hour. These are original short horror stories that I wrote myself. And be sure to check out the shop for other books today. You can also find them on Amazon, Kindle, and other fine online booksellers. I hope you enjoyed the tales of this episode, and I will return for more chilling, chilling adventures. But until then, sleep tight with those doors and windows locked up. You might want to leave a nightlight on, but still you can have a happy haunting. Ha, 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 ha.